All right, we're live on Facebook. I want to welcome you all to this special uh, BrainTap Business Journal podcast. We're very lucky to have a special guest on the line with us today who's been in the wellness field, changing lives. She actually just informed me that she was one of the last live seminars out there that got to perform before this uh, this event that we're going through, these uncertain times that we're talking about. So we want to we want to bring on to the line Dr. Melissa Peterson, who's the founder of Practice Impact Masters and executive director of the um, Apiron Academy. Apiron Academy. Uh, she's, she's sought after transformational epigenetic success coach. And you've heard me talk about this. So we're going to hear it from a master here. She's an author, a speaker. She's had over 20 years experience uh, supporting purpose-driven visionaries to express their limitless potential. So you brain tap offices out there, listen up so you can glean some <laughs> experience here and experience their highest success outcomes so they can love, lead, and live the life to their fullest while making their authentic impact in the world. And I think we all want to do that. So why don't you just fill us in a little bit, uh, Dr. Melissa, on just what you're up to today and how can we handle these? I mean, let's just start off by saying, you know, how is this affecting us, This these uncertain times that we have? and you know, bring some of your wisdom to the table here. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much, Dr. Porter. It's really great to be here and to be supporting your tribe. Um, to say that we are in unprecedented times is, you know, it's that's now the novel statement. We are aware of it. And, and it's interesting to see such a vast array of responses, you know? So while I'm sitting here and life is pretty much business as usual for me. I've had a virtual business for uh, for really about the past six years. So each morning I'm still here. I'm still fully working. You know, I'm running my academy every day. I'm supporting all of our coaches. I'm supporting all of my own clients. So there hasn't been a huge disruption for me personally, my husband's a photographer, he works from home. Our son is here now, yet he's a teenager and he knows how to use technology. And so he's also adapted really, really well. Yet the thing that's been, you know, where my heart, it just goes out and I'm filled with compassion and the need to show up and talk about how we can be resilient in, you know, uncertain times and how we truly can thrive through this is because I'm seeing so many so many people, you know, dealing with grief, with fear, with anxiety, um, with just kind of the sadness, frustration, anger. Uh, some people are feeling really like I have no control in this. Other people are overwhelmed because everybody's in the house now at the same time. The, the normal routines that they had have all of a sudden been disrupted. And so we're all sitting in our space and experiencing a myriad of different emotions which there really is an upside to. And we'll definitely talk about that today. Well, great. Well, let's let's jump right into uh, epigenetics. So we've spoke about it, but let's hear what is epigenetics. So let's, for those listeners that have never heard this term or don't understand how it works or what's going on, tell us a little bit about it and maybe tie it back into what is this stress doing to our epigenetics? I mean, what's Absolutely. So this has been my favorite conversation to have even before I was knowing that I was doing or living or involved with epigenetics. So epigenetics is a relatively in kind of the landscape of science, a newer science. It's really, you know, was kind of born in the more in the 60s and brought into mainstream in the 70s and the 80s. Um, but epigenetics is this. It is truly the science of environment is that it is the science of what is happening in our outer world in essence that is informing our inner genetic code so think of your genetics we all know that we have a genetic code it's in essence the human blueprint and for a long time genes genetics were thought to be this very it is what it is it's very absolute and what we now know since sequencing the human genome and, and really understanding how, you know, how, how genes are expressed, we've come to learn that genes are not absolute. Genes in your genetic code is truly just a potential. It is a code of possibility. So think of it almost like the ingredients to a recipe or the hardware of the computer, that in order for that hardware to run, it has to have the software and the software are the epigenetics. They are the information, the signals, the inputs from the environment, the outer world, how it's informing the inner world. And specifically, 
what happens in this process is there are these little micro RNAs and we kind of refer to them almost like little email packets. They're messengers where they kind of bring the messages from outside into the body, into right above the gene. So the epigenome is what that space that's right above the gene that essentially brings in the message. And that's what then tells our genetic code how to express, how to, you know, dial up or down or on or off based on the environment. And where it becomes really important and what you asked Dr. Porter is how is this stress you know, affecting us and what is epigenetics able to, to help us understand about this is that right now, our little micro RNAs are reading the environment. They're reading our response to the environment. And not only are the micro, micro RNAs doing that, but of course, you know, with BrainTap, you're a brain specialist, and I'm sure your audience has heard this before, that when we think about just the power of our neurology and our brain's number one job, right, which is to constantly survey for threat to keep us safe, to keep us alive. So we've got the brain, we've got the micro RNAs, we've got our body is on full alert, scanning for potential threat to inform the system. Do we have to fight? Do we have to flight? Do we have to fear? What do we have to do right now? And so some of us might look at this as a really bad thing, right? We've, we've come to believe that stress is bad. Yet, what I'm excited to talk about today is the fact that there is both eustress, which is good stress, and distress, which can be, you have more of a, air quote, negative impact, right, uh, onto the system. But things only become distressful to the system when they become chronic. The difference between what's really impacting our physiology, our physical, mental, and emotional health and well-being is the duration of the exposure. So how long are we staying triggered in these emotions? How long are we continuing to, to fuel and feed our brain with bad news and bad vibes and anxious thoughts and, and negative people, right? And environments that, that really make us feel contracted versus taking a break literally putting the phone down turning off the television taking a rest and in essence putting the pressing the reset button for our system it's when we rest when we have that space from those stressors that is when we can actually recover and we become even more resilient more adaptive and we are able to handle and respond in greater states of flourishing and thriving. That's great. Well, tell us what is the, like people sitting at home right now that have the 24 hour news cycle going and they're, they're getting one side of the equation. I mean, we're not getting all the news, obviously. Sure. Uh, what do you recommend they do now? Uh, yeah. Because this, and then how, if just sitting there every day doing that, what is that, how's that affecting our long-term health? Why is it disrupting our, our body's ability to stay healthy? Absolutely. Great question. So, so first and foremost, you know, this can, without a doubt, be a trauma to the system. And when I say trauma, we have this idea that trauma is this really negative and damaging thing. Think of trauma as a catalyst. Okay. So trauma is a catalytic moment to our system. And what the research shows us is that there can actually be post-traumatic growth. So right now we're sitting at home and we are taking in what we're taking in. And so it's important to know first and foremost that your environment is literally informing your physiology. Both the literal environment of the messages that you're receiving, most importantly how you're responding to it. So it becomes important to step one, have an, a heightened state of self-awareness and just simply notice what you notice. So I say it like this, just become an observer, become curious without judging, just go, all right, so I'm sitting at home right now, I'm watching all the news, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, my, my kid freak out that they don't have their teacher to ask questions to and I'm freaking out because I don't know how to do common core math, whatever's going on, right? <laughs> that we're all kind of sitting and stewing in. And so if we're first willing to recognize like, okay, well this does have an impact on my system. And remember, if there's not a break, if it is chronic and long-term, you know, there's there's so much research out there on the impact of chronic stress, on in, increasing the rate of sickness and disease and, and breakdown 
and aging in the body decreases brain function and memory and you know just cognitive um, cognitive performance it's there's lots of things it's going to increase our our, our uh, cardio metabolic disease risk, it's going to increase autoimmune risk. We know all of that. I'm not here to talk doom and gloom. We're getting enough of that today. <laughs> so suffice to say, chronic, chronic stress has absolutely the potential to be debilitating to states of thriving. So how can we move through sitting at home, being stressed out and still be able to thrive? Step one is become a curious observer. And you're simply gonna notice, how am I responding to my environment? Does this information I'm taking in, do I feel like it's empowering me? Because sometimes, right, for some of us, listening to the updates, it's helping us to feel really proactive and really like, I know what to do and I feel like I can take really good informed action. And that's healthy. The moment it's like, I'm hearing 10 different things from 10 different news outlets and everybody's telling me that, you know, it's doom and gloom and I'm feeling like I'm terrified to leave my house. That's probably not such a good feeling, right? So if we become a curious observer, how are we responding to our environment? Do we feel that we are responding in a way that is feeling energizing? It's feeling like it's really strengthening, it's empowering, it's uplifting. Or are we feeling ticked off? Are we feeling sad? Are we feeling overwhelmed? Are we feeling, right? So that's step one. We just have to become aware. We have to become aware because Dr. Porter, it's from that space that then we get to make a conscious choice. And it can be as simple as what I'm about to tell you, a conscious choice to take a new action. Now, before I go before I go into this, I want people to to recognize for a moment that, you know, again, the difference between eustress and distress is both the length and the duration and our response to it. Do we believe that stress is bad? Do we believe this stuff is going to harm us? There was this, uh, there's a lot of studies on this, but there was a study back in 2011 that was pretty significant around stress and showed that there was an increased risk of death by 43 percent in the participants of the study, and there were more than 30,000 people studied, that believed stress was bad. So just by watching and taking in this information right now, and if we believe that it's all doom and gloom, and the world is falling apart, and there's, you know, what does this mean? The economy is crashing. Then we are going to have a greater likelihood of a negative impact to our very mortality. So when we begin to get curious and simply just say, how am I responding to this? Do I feel good? Do I feel empowered or do I feel like crap? Then we can move into conscious choice. Okay, now before I go into that, I just wanna know if there's questions, thoughts, feedback before I, I keep going. <laughs> oh no, I think that's great. Let's let's keep rolling with it. And then I'll okay, come up with some questions. So then conscious choice. And, and this is again, through an epigenetic lens, we're kind of looking around and we get to say this, okay, conscious choice. So, news doesn't feel so good. So what's something I can do? Well, we can literally turn it off. Now you might say, but Melissa, that doesn't make me feel any better. It doesn't make me feel more resilient. And I go, cool, I get it, I get it. But at least step one is you're gonna give yourself some space, right, some space. And the next thing that happens is that we wanna become the creator of the outcomes that we want. So here's what I mean. How are you looking at this? Again, doom and gloom, or would you like to see what's possible? What is this Corona time giving us? Dr. Porter, before we started, you and I were talking, you're always on the road. And right yeah. now you're home. And you were telling me, what are you getting to do right now? What's one of the gifts that Corona has given to you? Well, the biggest thing was I was able to get out on the boat with my grandkids this last weekend. It was beautiful out there and get a little solar cleansing, <laughs> get the vitamin D working to, uh, we, I, I said the solar, uh, the, I was getting a solar bath so I can clean off any uh, <laughs> Corona that might be in the area. That's although right. I'm not <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. And it's, you know, because again, if the environment keeps telling us it's dangerous, and we're not doing anything to dispute that or find evidence to the contrary, then everything's telling our system 
to fight or flight. And since there's nothing to fight, we might emotionally be fighting against this unknown virus, you know, that we have no control of, but our bodies are flighting. So we're literally kind of sitting and stewing, we're having these hormonal cascades that are are, are definitely, they're pro-inflammatory, they're not, they're not helping to create health. They're creating a state of dis-ease or imbalance. And so, I just want to make one comment for the listeners too. I mean, when you listen to the news too, they act like we're at a war. We're not in a war. This is a medical situation, not a, but they're saying we're at a battle. We have the front lines. They're mobilizing the military. It's like, come on. I mean, what's going on? You know, they're just scaring the heck out of everybody. Absolutely. And so it's easy to know that, right? And so then we get to say, all right, well, if there were an upside to this, right? Like, what is this? What opportunity is this creating for me right now? Because if we're willing to look through a new lens, right, where our attention goes, our focus flows. And so all of a sudden, when we ask a question, you know this, the brain is going to seek the answer. So instead of looking for more, we have a cognitive bias. We're being informed that things are bad. And so that's that's informing our decision-making process that we're gonna go, yep, yep, see, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. The brain is automatically going to look for validation of what we are being told. So turn off the TV take a break from the social media that is not uplifting, engaging, and empowering, and then go into looking through, okay, well, what's the exact opposite? If this feels crappy, what would feel good? What could be good about this? What is this giving me now? What opportunities are here? You know, you were saying you've got all this time at home now. You're getting a lot of things done, right? And so this is so true and too many people feel it's cliche but life is what we make it gang and there's all the neuroscience to back this up and so when we come into conscious choice we get to say great well how could this be serving me right now how can I how can I choose to approach this if I would rather be feeling at least calm and peaceful what are some things that already make me feel calm and peaceful so maybe it's a certain kind of music maybe it's taking your dog for a walk Maybe it's taking a nap. Maybe it's reading, um, you know, a really inspiring book or playing cards or solitaire. So the moment that we know this doesn't feel really good, yet I can consciously choose a different approach. I can turn off the TV and I can say, well, what would feel better than that right now? What's, What's something that would feel better than the crappy news? And the moment you get that answer, just that, you are now in a proactive place to take action that serves you, that serves your health and your physiology. And so all of a sudden you can go play solitaire. All of a sudden you can go walk the dog and you can begin to change your own state. And and something that I, I it's really important that I'd like to bring up is that, you know, kind of fundamentally, when we say, how does change occur? So we're looking and saying right now, lots of negative stuff and we're being impacted by it and we're being triggered by it, even if we don't want to. Our brains may be saying, I know better, but yet unconsciously we're still kind of reacting and responding. And so this idea of going, okay, I'd like to create a change and I'm playing solitaire and I feel better for a little while, but then I feel agitated again, or I take the dog for a walk and then I feel agitated again. So what I want to remind people of is this equation that we've all heard since like sixth grade science, E equals MC squared. Energy is, you know, matter times mass amplified to the second power, basically. And if we kind of break this down, there's there's some there's some fascinating wisdom in this. So at a at a quantum physics level, we can look and we can understand that everything is at a particulate level is energy. Okay, so just stay with me conceptually. That energy is everything. At its, at its particulate level. And if we want to change the energy of how things are right now, the doom, the gloom, the frustration, the overwhelm, the angst, the whatever, we wanna change the energy of what is right now into a new state. We can look at this formula, mc squared to the second power. That means the change is the solution is different than the problem. It's bigger, it's amplified, it's a shift. So the moment that you're feeling stuck in the here and now, 
I want to invite you to say, how can I shift? How can I shift myself? And that can be as simple as if you're leaning forward, looking at a, a screen, you can put it down and sit up tall and just roll your shoulders back. You've just changed your physiology. You've made a larger movement. We want to go even bigger than that. When we think about creating resiliency over time, we look at how the brain and the body are always going to, um, the way that it works is it wants to be as efficient as possible. So our brain and our body want to keep us in what's called the familiar zone. We know it as the comfort zone. And the moment that we go outside of that familiar zone into new experiences of novelty is where growth actually occurs. This is why somebody that can all of a sudden go start a workout program, you know, all of a sudden they can lose 30 pounds in 30 days and put on muscle, but the next 30 days they plateau because they went out of their familiar zone into, and they started to go into this unfamiliar, the growth zone, but then they began to adapt. And so then that became their new norm. So what our system is designed to do is to always first keep us safe. And then, you know, if we're confronted, so it wants to keep us safe, but now all of a sudden we can go, well, safe doesn't feel so good. I wanna grow. I wanna be different than this, the way that things are because things don't feel good right now. So I wanna look for something bigger than this, better than this, something that feels more empowering. And so when we change our state, just by getting up and moving our body, by moving our body and breathing in a different way, like getting in more breaths, breathing in and out through our nose, changing our state, we are moving out of our norm, out of our daily habits that can be in that familiar zone that can feel really comfortable. We're creating novelty in the brain and the body. We're creating a change state that's taking us into an unfamiliar zone when we look for new possibilities. Does that make sense? I kind of threw a lot of things into that one example to say we can change when we're aware, when we say what would feel better than this, and then simply going, great, let me do that. That's the simple formula. Great, let me do it. Let me move my body. Let me put the phone down. Let me go walk the dog. Let me go call somebody that I haven't spoken to in a while because all of that creates a new state that will support resiliency in the brain and the body. That's great. We're here talking with Dr. Melissa. She's the chief limitless officer, which I love that term. That's great. People becoming limitless. And just to give you something to do out there, she's she's actually giving us a free gift for everyone listening. You can text uh, the word breathe, B-R-E-A-T-H, to the number 31996. And if you're on the podcast, you can go to the podcast notes. If you're on Facebook, just go to the notes section. I've already put it there. Go ahead and text them, and she can teach you some things to do. Tell us what happens epigenetically when we move from this stuck state yes. to this flow state where uh, solutions are in your mind or this limitlessness you're talking about. Tell us what happens physiologically so they understand what they're turning on. Absolutely. Body. So we're up. So, so what happens is the moment, you know, just meditation alone, research shows us is helps to positively impact more than 2,500 genes. So both upregulating and downregulating accordingly in a very positive effect for the body. So think of the meditative state is a, a way of accessing kind of flow state. And so right now we're looking for simple, tactical, practical ways to support you, each and every one of you out there watching while you're moving through disruption so that it doesn't have to shut you down because that is what stress does, okay? It is okay that we're gonna go to our default state we will be triggered, that's okay. Yet, we are evolved humans. We are no longer the primitive human that is staying stuck in our cave. Even if we're self-isolating, we're still able to go, all right, I may be triggered, I may be feeling anxious or uncertain, and yet there are tools and there are ways that I can simply take a new action and I can positively impact my brain and my body and my potential to really express enhanced well-being. And so one of the fundamental places is through our breath. And that's why I wanted to offer this gift today, Dr. Porter, because what happens already is that many people, the research shows us, are walking around at, at an increased breath rate, which actually is the breath rate of anxiousness. So a normal breath rate 
is between an optimal breath rate is truly between five and seven breaths per minute. And what the average, the average American is breathing right now anywhere from 12 to 16. The moment that we get to um, that 16 mark, we're really moving into, actually I think it's 15 if I, if I wanna be correct about that, we move into anxious breathing. And that anxious breathing, right? Those short, shallow breaths. And if we just think about the importance of oxygen, right? We can live without food and water for days and weeks, but without oxygen for minutes. And so we wanna first and foremost, make sure that we are properly oxygenating our cells, our brain, our body. Yet there's also something that's often overlooked when we talk about breath, when we talk about stress mitigation, when we talk about creating resiliency in our system, is that what happens with breath, the oxygen is important, but so is, so is the carbon dioxide. So the O2 and the CO2, they have a very important regulation together of how they work. And so many times you'll hear a term called mouth breathers. Many people are walking around breathing through their mouth and this puts off too much CO2 and it can actually create fatigue. It can create lightheadedness. It can impair um, our cognitive function and performance. And so when we begin to think about what's another tool we could do to thrive in uncertain times, we collectively are being called right now to an invitation to get more acquainted with ourselves, right? Life has been so busy for all of us and well, well-intentioned busy. We're all out there fully living in, in ways that matter to us. And yet we get so busy externally focused that we seldom remember the importance of the internal focus, the awareness to begin within ourselves. And what's one of the most primal functions of the body and of life? What begins and ends this human experience is the power of breath. And so one very simple thing that we can all do in any moment where we are feeling disrupted is just become aware of our breath. And we can do it right now as you're listening or you're watching. And you first just kind of take a scan and a notice where am I breathing? How quickly am I breathing? Am I breathing in and out through my nose, in through my nose, out through my mouth, in and out through my mouth? Do I feel like I'm just kind of breathing in the top part of my lungs? Do I feel like it's going down into my belly? So there's something that's called belly breathing or diaphragmatic breathing, because the way that our lungs are supposed to work, right, is that they're like balloons. So as we inhale, they actually fill up, but the diaphragm lowers and the breath is actually filling that lower abdomen. Many of us are <laughs> breathing short and fast and up here and we're contracted and we're rounded. And so step one is just kind of being an observer. I always come back to the three steps. It's always awareness or observation. So how are you breathing? How quickly are you breathing? Where are you breathing? And then you, you can, if you wanna use data, we love data at Apiron, is you can actually time yourself Many of the wearable devices will track your respiratory rate. So you can then time and go, well, how fast, how many breaths per minute? And you can go, holy moly, I just did 19 breaths per minute. That's anxious breathing. That's a little high. So guess what you can do? You can simply consciously begin to soften and slow your breath in and out through your nose. And at first it might feel like I'm not getting enough air and you, your body wants to resist. Can you soften into it? Can you just be an observer and just go, I'm just gonna notice myself breathing at a softer, slower rate. That simple exercise is already positively impacting your genetic code. It's lowering the inflammatory rate. It's putting, it, it's helping to literally move you into a parasympathetic response, right? For rest and digest. And what I spoke about all the way back at the beginning of this interview is that one of the things that creates distress versus eustress, so stress is good. Stress is what allows us as humans to adapt, to respond, to become resilient, and to truly have a long life. Yet what has created distress is when we stay in a stressed state chronically, when we don't rest, when we don't recover, 
when we keep pushing and we keep driving. So what COVID is giving us all right now is the gift of rest and reset. And when we slow down our breathing, just the soft in and out through the nose, bringing it down to 12 breaths, to 10 breaths, getting it down to seven, eight breaths a minute, man, you're, you are in such a beautiful flow state. You're in a more parasympathetic response. You're in more of an alpha-driven brainwave and you're able to truly reset and recover. And you know what happens in those moments, Dr. Porter? Is that all of a sudden, and you know this as brain tap, now the brain is able to access new information because when we are in sympathetic dominance, when we are in fight or flight, when we are in high beta, Right? And so sympathetic, we're fighting, we're flighting, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. That is not our time where there's creativity, where there's, you know, so, so when we are in that high beta, we're not able to access creativity. We're not able to access as readily, just this beautiful kind of effortless flow. So now it's a time when we can truly support our physiology and as we allow our physiology to rest, to reset, to go with the flow, to find, to, to support resilience, you're also going to notice that you're going to have new inspirations and ideas. You're going to find new, new ways of being right now, even if it's uncomfortable at first, that can create enhanced outcomes for you and your business and your health and your relationships and your life. So, it's pretty powerful what's going on and what we get to experience and how we get to now listen and tune back into self so that the the hope and the goal is that as we come out of COVID, you know, yes, life will go back to normal, but it'll never be the same normal again. So can we, the big, the big call to us each is what can we take back into this new norm, meaning, can I bring a greater state of balance? Can I continue to enjoy my external drive and focus while honoring and maintaining an internal awareness of, of what supports me, of what allows me to stay focused on the things that create enhanced states of thriving, right? Feeling good, loving, connection, kindness, support, positivity, curiosity, excitement, you know, I mean, all of it, rest, ease, appreciation. I could go on and on and on and on. So I think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see what we bring back out from this as we come out of our self-isolation. Right. So there you have it from, from Dr. Melissa. And you can follow her online. I put the her, put her websites on the Facebook Live and on the post. It'll be in the, pod, the podcast notes. You can go to docmelissa.com or appear on academy Academy. they're both there so you can just click on those links check out what they're doing learn more i'm sure we could talk for hours here it sounds like you're not going to stop anytime soon which is fine it's great information (laughs) (laughs) no no that's great love it uh sometimes you get on these calls and people give up their all their information the first five minutes it seems like you've got a lot there and you can keep sharing it let's get to uh because you're also helping a great number of medical professionals. You're the, yeah. you're the voice of reason that tells them, Hey, during this time, here's what mm-hmm. you can do. Here's, you know, stay calm. You know, we're going to get, we're going to get through this, but tell me, how do you, how does your program, even outside of this yes. experience we're having now, because we have, we have clinics out there. We have over 2,300 clinics using brain tap and uh, they need help, you know? So we have some coaching groups, of course, that work with them. And I'm, I'm not recommending if you're one of those with the coaching group that use jump ship, but we have a lot that don't. I mean, I would say 90% of our doctors don't have any coach. So first tell me a little bit about why you, why it's important that someone finds a mentor or a coaching program, but then tell us a little bit about your coaching program and how it's going to help the health professionals. I love it. So thank you for that. Um, And let's put it this way, that when a client comes, a patient comes to your practice, you are in essence their coach, right? The coach needs a coach. Each and every one of us can only see through our own lens. And in the current health paradigm, it's been developed with this idea that that health, sickness, disease, all of it is this very linear kind of mechanistic A plus B equals C, as if it is a complicated system. When in fact, life, change, 
uh, states of health and thriving work through what is called a complex system. And we talked a little bit about that earlier through this epigenetic lens, meaning it's not just A plus B. It's not just if you have this genotype, you're gonna have this expression. You can have a genotype and you can have over 30,000 different potential expressions. What determines that? Well, it's what's coming through this complex lens of life. You know, where you live is different where I live. The foods you're eating are different than the foods that I'm eating. The relationships, right? The stress levels, our response, our perception to our environment is different. It informs our physiology differently. And so fundamentally, you know, just from a what is possible as a health practitioner, it's important to recognize, right, that not everything is a nail that we're just going to hammer. Life is complex. And yet through this complex lens, and, and fundamentally that's what, you know, we, we teach through the complex lens, we teach coaching. Coaching is different than being a doctor. As a doctor, we're used to fixing a problem. Somebody comes to us, what's wrong with me doc? What's the solution? And, and one of the biggest things, and I've been coaching doctors for over 10 years, and that's what I've done as a business coach for them um, over at Practice Impact Masters. And one of the fundamental issues that happens is that, you know, as doctors, as clinicians, we, we show up every day with our heart on our sleeve to give, to love, to serve. We want people to experience health and vitality and well-being. And yet, it's very interesting, when somebody comes and says, fix me, that is already a state of, a, a disempowered state where the person isn't and, and I'm not saying that they're consciously not trying to fix or help themselves. So a lot of this is unconscious from the program, you know, kind of the system we've all been brought up in is this idea of something will fix me, a pill, a person, a treatment will fix me. And, and so they come to some power to say, hey, you fix me. And yet true change occurs, just like what we talked about. It's when there is a partnership with a coach where a coach is truly just that guide that guide along the journey because change will never occur until the person determines to take action for themselves. The person has to be willing to turn off the TV, right? They can be sick and tired about feeling sick and tired all day long, but if they're not willing to do the steps necessary, then the change will not occur. They will continue to stay in the state that they are, even if they don't like the result that they're getting. And this applies to us from a business context as well. So. So fundamentally, I'm gonna and I'm gonna talk through this in a few different lenses. And if I'm too much, you just do this to me, Doc. I don't <laughs> yeah, all right, no, you're fine. Go for it. <laughs> and I love this stuff. Like to me, this yeah. is the juice of it all. Because truly, our businesses are just like health. The health uh, and restoring and optimizing health of a client is just like creating a thriving business. It's a complex system, and we too often want to think it's just one thing. Oh, I just need to put out one Facebook ad. I need to just write one blog post. If I just get one interview, you know, if I just get one new, then that's going to change it all. And that's not how it works. Through the complexity, it's, you know, one something is better than nothing. I always say that. And yet what the research will show us is that when we are able right to take a stacked approach. So just using brain tap is going to be really positive is positive now if somebody's doing brain tap and they're also right they're also making nutritional changes there that are um, anti-inflammatory they're engaging in conscious conversation and a more loving and kind approach to their the people in their life right that's also making improvements in their physiology and their health so it's like all of a sudden when you stack these on you're going to have an even greater effect and result than from just the technology alone or just the one thing alone. And so, um, you know, for businesses right now, there's a few things I want you guys to know is that now is the time more than ever, ever. Do not be sitting back. Even if you're at home, don't just sit back and take a vacation right now. This is not the time. This is the time that you should actually be in growth. You should be looking at what can you do within your business. And I always say, use the data run your numbers, look at what you've already got, what is already working, how can you build upon that, and how can you offer value through what you do really well and why people already seek you out right now. And what I mean by that is just like this, you know, webinar today, we're here offering value. Like I'm showing up, Dr. Porter showing up because we care about you guys, everybody watching, you're making the investment in yourself. Well, your clients in your local community, 
who are home right now, who are struggling, who are dealing with this stuff, now is a perfect time for you to be a resource to them. Get online, do your own lives, do your own, write your own articles, do your own podcast right now. Even if you're not comfortable, everybody's on technology together today and you don't need anything fancy, you can use a cell phone. You have one of these, you have an amazing virtual presence. It's just your willingness to show up and don't make it about selling something right now. I know a lot of business owners are freaked out. Oh my gosh, I don't know if we're gonna make it through this and, and I gotta sell it, how do I make money right now? Don't make it about money right now. Make it about how can you fully show up and offer value. And in fact, you know, an interesting study that just came out at the top of January from Penn, uh, Pennsylvania University, is that they found that people that were highly stressed were two times, twice as likely to actually um, go out. So what stress did, excuse me, from the people that were stressed, those that were, they were two times more as likely to go give and or receive support. So we are in a highly stressed time. People are online, they're consuming. So they can either consume the negative news or they can consume your positive support. So be willing to show up right now and don't make it an if then, they gotta pay me and then I'll show up. No, go show up and serve fully and offer value to your people right now because there's, there's a principle in business, are you nice or are you necessary? Right now, people are only going to make necessary buying decisions, okay? And so maybe there are a few necessary things, like maybe there's a few supplements that they need right now, maybe they need the brain tap technology right now to mitigate that stress response. So there may be a few necessary items that you'll be able to educate them on and support them with, but really I want you to offer the value so that even though they might be going, oh, you know, Dr. Melissa, it's so nice to see her, it's so nice to hear from her, they may not be thinking they're gonna work with me today, but in a month when we're fully on the other side of this, because we're just about to peak, we've got two more weeks before this peaks in the US, and then there's about a two week um, down period, two to three weeks, so we're really looking beginning of May, we're fully gonna be in a time where it's safe to come back out and live life again and things are gonna crank back up and turn back on. And so in a month, the people that I've been showing up for every day, all the time, that I'm nice for right now, all of a sudden I'm gonna become necessary because they're gonna go, holy moly, I gotta get this all together again. Now that like, it's here, you know, so I want you guys to think about how can you be nice and necessary simultaneously. Okay, so those are just some business principles. Show up, don't be afraid, go be authentic and, and real and share your passion. And then from a standpoint of um, pitching our, our epigenetic coaching program, <laughs> if you will, I think what's just really valuable about that for any of us is it's we're moving into a time, it does, you know, obviously I love what we do through our paradigm. It's all about optimization. It's all about gearing coaches, clinicians and clients through the lens of what is possible versus we're sick, we're broken, you know, which is only, believe it or not, a very small percentage of the population. So out of the big pie of 100%, 20% of that population is sick, 80% of the dollars are going to that. But what about the 80% that isn't sick and diagnosed yet? Who's out there supporting them? We're making the assumption that they don't want or need support. So what's really great is that, you know, being able to be a coach you are limitless in the scale of who you get to serve and support. It doesn't have to just be a problem state. I get to work with people every day like you guys that are already doing really well and they wanna to continue to up level. They wanna to continue to go further and, and be fuller and bigger. And that's the work that I get to do with my clients. And that's the work I get to train my coaches to do with their clients. So yes, we can get people out of pain and out of sickness and back to homeostasis yet there's so much more beyond that. And that's the future that we get to co-create and collaborate with together. That's great. We're here talking with Dr. Melissa uh, Peterson and she's an expert at epigenetics. And if you're thinking, wow, what is this, what is this all about? I've never heard of it before then uh, you probably don't have the internet. But we'll, uh, <laughs> and I don't know how you're watching the show, but if you don't know about it, this is where it's all going. Everyone needs to go to her websites, check out what she's doing, check her out on social media, check out and see if this is a coaching program that will work for you. 
I think it will, it's, it's cutting edge right now. People are doing it. A lot of people are just reading one book, maybe by Bruce Lipton, you know, biology of belief, but there's a lot more than that. Uh, this is, this is the technology for the future. And it also gives you the leverage you need, the, the certainty you need to be able to talk to your patients with some kind of, um, awareness of what's today they want something new they want something different not the same old same old so i want to thank you for being on the call today it was great having you on here i'm sure we're going to have you on again we'll figure out some other areas because you have so much more when i was reading about what you do and what your group does that i think you could bring a lot of value to brain tap so uh anything you think we've left off uh from what you've said today that you want to share with the brain tap nation before we there's, you know, it's just been, it's been fantastic. And clearly, as you've said, I love all this stuff. It's kind of what lights me up. So I could just keep chatting. <laughs> However, I will say that um, what I want to let people know, Dr. Porter, is that over at a Purondot Academy, there's also um, a free ebook on precision medicine. And one of the things that you just said, and I'll just make this really brief, is that as we're bringing this paradigm into a very um, future focused manner, you know, so away, not so much about getting out of pain, but really about accessing our limitless states of human flourishing, is that um, we do leverage, like we, all of our coaches are trained in genetics. And so we have our own proprietary genetic array that looks at over 760,000 um, SNPs and variables, the genetic data. We have a proprietary epigenetic human optimization blueprint report only for our coaches um, that look at hundreds of the top lifestyle high impact SNPs, which what that does is for us as clinicians, it allows us to now have a very precise roadmap. So instead of kind of one size fits best approach to, to optimization, to health, to healing, we can now get really precise and be able to specifically look at, okay, here's their genetic blueprint. This is their potential. Now let's pair that with their environment. How are they living and responding? What are their habits and their beliefs each day that are informing this blueprint? So if we can, I see this, that they've got this potential. Is this something that we want to dial up or dial down? And then we can employ very strategic lifestyle optimization strategies that are designed just for that individual. So it is the most empowering process. Um, and so there is that guide as well. So there's two gifts that we've kind of given out today. If you want a tactical, practical, something to reset your own physiology and system, then definitely download the breath guide. If you want to learn more about the practice of the future and you know how to really leverage epigenetic coaching in any type of clinical setting, then that's something that I think you'll find really beneficial as well. And you can get that directly just over on our website. We've got some free resources. That's great. Now, what if we have someone out here that, that listens to this that isn't a practitioner, they love what you had to say, they want to go see one of these coaches that can do this, how, well, how would they find out about that? Absolutely. Where would they go so they can? Absolutely. So I think probably the easiest way to direct people today is if they want to coach, um, that they can, they can come to, they can come to either of the links that we've got um, because we have funnels, we have we have hundreds of coaches. <laughs> so, and we do have a coach site. Um, and so there's a there's kind of a few ways that we can connect people to it. But I think for simplicity and what we've already got up is if they just either come to my site, Doc Melissa, or if they go over to Academy and hit the contact on either, um, those emails one way or another will get directly to me. And then I'm happy to facilitate and get you guys to, to the direct people, but we do. We have coaches around the globe, so you can leverage them both for yourself. You can become a coach through our academy, um, and it's really exciting. Right now, we're going through accreditation with ICF. We're going through accreditation with the National Board of Health and Wellness Coaches, which is run by the National Board of Examiners, of Medical Examiners. So the credentialing that's available and is there is really exciting. We enroll our next group in June of 2020. So this is a great time just to go check out some of the free gifts that we've got and learn about it and reach out to me. And I'm super happy to support you guys in any way, whether it's for yourself individually and you want to up-level your own success in your business, you want one of our coaches to support you through Precision Health, reach out and I'll make sure that you're supported. That's great. Well, thank you for doing that. Again, thanks for being on the call. We're going to have you on again, I'm sure. Uh, so you have the links, like she said, text breath to 31996. Go to the Facebook page. You can just click on the links there or the podcast notes if you're listening to this as a podcast. 
And so again, thank you for being on the call. We're going to get through this and I, I appreciate you talking about the epigenetics. Go get her free, go get all the free gifts you can, go learn about this, see if it's something you can integrate into your practice. If you're an end user, then this is something you'll look into. If you need a professional in your area, then uh, Dr. Melissa said, hey, just email her. She'll get you the list of uh, practitioners in your area that can help you. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, send this out. Do something positive, like Dr. Melissa said. Share this podcast with your family, your friends, your coworkers. Tell anyone you know out there that is out there right now that might be out of work that, hey, there is something you can do. And today's the time to do that full body reset like you're talking about. Um, come out on the other end better. You know, this is a time for you to do the things that you didn't have the time to do before. I told my wife that this is like Groundhog's Day. You know, you get up every day and you really have a very limited amount of things you can do. So you can be like uh, Bill Murray and learn to play the piano, do all the yeah. things you learn a language, whatever, whatever you need to do, this is going to give you the time. I, I tell people you have an extra hour every day now, pretty much. You do. You don't have to sit in traffic. And there are so many platforms that are giving out free content. And in fact, you guys, I can't even believe I didn't say this. Next week, we are gonna release four free programs, four of them. So um, by opting in to any of the, the goodies today or just reaching out to me, there's gonna be one on the anti-fragile human, which we talked a little bit about today. We're doing one on preconception because epigenetics and, um, and pregnancy is huge. And since many of us are on self-quarantine, um, you know, there could be a chance for uh, some pregnancy. A lot of, so yeah, that's what Dr. Oz said. He said on his, he said, one of the things he said you should do, you're home, you might as well have a, a lot of sex. That's what that's you should right. do. And it's actually so good for the immune system. So that's yes. okay. You know, yeah. there, there's an upside to all of it. Uh, we've got one on the on uh, immune boosting, um, intimate relationships. So there's a few really powerful courses coming out, but there's free courses everywhere. Go engage, like do something new for yourself because guess what? I'm going to leave you with this last thought. The brain craves novelty, new experiences. So go engage in something that totally feels out of your comfort zone because that's going to allow you to become more resilient, to adapt to greater states of thriving. And that's what today's episode was all about. Go find a course, go challenge yourself, go, go have a tough workout, go do something that you don't normally do. And when you come out the other side, you're gonna recognize how much stronger, more resilient and adaptive you've become. And from there, anything is possible. Thank you for that wisdom, that's great. Okay, so this is BrainTap Business Journal Podcast signing off here. I wanna thank you. Remember, share, like, uh, let's get this out to the world. Let's help Melissa change the epigenetics of the planet so we're all living in harmony and grace. And uh, look forward to our next conversation, Dr. Melissa. Thank you. Thank you.